Oh, hey, 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 it's me, Brick. <laughs> Ciao, it's Millie. <laughs> and this is episode 36. 36. Of season three. Three. Of Yonks Ago. Season three, could it be Dolly B? Who is he? Just another bit of history that we're going to get to know in a brand new little season of Yonks Ago. A father and a daughter putting on a show, finding out about people from Yonks Ago. Y-O-N-K-S Ago. Y-O-N-K-S Ago. Fact or fiction, we don't know. Y-O-N-K-S Ago. All right. Look, it was a pretty um, solid effort in terms of an introduction there, but you had to resist the urge to tell me to shut up because my <laughs> my initial introduction is getting a little bit extravagant. <laughs> I'm adding hey, hey, hey's and ho, ho, ho's and and um, and what have yous. Yeah. And I could tell your initial uh, instinct <laughs> was you're not having it. <laughs> Keep it simple. Yeah. Stop, stop yeah. adding. Embarrassing yourself, you're embarrassing me, you're embarrassing your family line, mm. you're embarrassing the country. Uh, so I apologise, Yonky Doodlers, if my need to extrapolate on the simple <laughs> has become uh, uh, a burden for us all. Um, Millie, I appreciate the fact that you, you, bit it, you, you swallowed it down. Yeah. The shut up was on your lips, <laughs> the word was forming and you went, no, no, don't start the episode. <laughs> With such casual abuse, um, <laughs> such aggression. But I also, you know, I don't want you to make yourself sick by swallowing down <laughs> your impulses. Nah, sometimes you, you do you, Dad. Yeah, you'll get an ulcer. Um, <laughs> but look, I take your unspoken feedback on board yeah. um, and I'll try to rein it in. Um, because we've got a good thing going. Mm-hmm. Um, it normally works pretty good. Well, it's just you, you, you introduce yourself... With one greeting, yeah, as do I, mm. and don't get greedy, yeah. You know? um, and so I guess what you're saying is, you can change I... it up, like hi, hello, mm. hey, yeah. not three hey's though. Yeah, yeah, no, I feel <laughs> yeah. I guess it puts pressure on you to match my extravagance, yeah. and you you don't I mean, want to be forced be, into it. To be fair, I could have, I could have been yes, ended you and been like ciao, ciao, ciao. It was a test, and but... you failed it. <laughs> I'm just always testing to see if the inner improviser within you is waiting to. My first instinct was ill. Yeah, yeah. So still no, no to the impro. Yeah. Um, <laughs> happy to no thanks. Yeah. She will not yes impro, and she will no thanks. Impro only if I don't get embarrassed by it. <laughs> <laughs> impro in the confines of your own room yeah. alone. Uh, I'm rising right now, Dad. I think you are. Yeah. <laughs> see, it's all about context. Um, but look, feedback taken. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see how we go in future episodes. Will I rein it in or will I double down? <laughs> we'll find Come out. Back next <laughs> <week>. <laughs> Just start next week with a beatbox, <laughs> some choreography. <laughs> it's gonna be. Oh, I'll, be, I'll be wearing a costume. Or just what about just silence oh. and the people like turning up their volume and then, it's <laughs> and then just, hit them. Yeah. And then, or no, start. Because if it's just silence, they'll they won't turn up their volume. They'll just be checking if they're if it's playing like. Yeah. Well, at the start, first instinct would be to turn I up guess, your volume. But I was wondering if we could just like, hold the microphone. Oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they turn the volume up and then just get them really loud. <laughs> <laughs> because what we want to do is really upset no, our, yeah. our Yonky Doodles. Oh my god! Or we just we do the intro as normal. Mm. Turn up the theme song really loud oh. so they listen and just comes in. Bang bang bang! Yeah. All right. Once you are a qualified audio engineer, <laughs> these are the pranks we can play. Look out, Yonky Doodlers, once that degree is laminated. Jump scares are coming your way. <laughs> yeah, you'll never know what volume to set us. 
We like to be a educational, informative, entertaining, and occasionally off-putting mm. podcast. Mm. You know, because mm. why be relaxed? When, I, you, when you've got a little half hour nev- to spare. I'm never relaxed, nah. ever. Because life's not like that, Yonky Doodlers. <laughs> all right? If we're training you to be relaxed and happy, we're, not, we're failing in our, yeah. in our training. We're not, we're not making you the on-edge, cat-like weapons that you need to be. Uh, but someone who also struggled sometimes to be a cat-like weapon was Donnie B. Because when last we met him, he'd absolutely snapped his ankle. Oh, yeah. Uh, in the final game of the Ashes series in have England. Have you ever broken an ankle? I have... Yet touch all the wood. <laughs> Same. Yet to snap an ankle. The wrists go willy nilly. <laughs> yeah. You haven't broken in anything, have oh, you? Touch wood. Don't jinx me. Touching yeah. all the woods. <laughs> but um, yeah. So is that why you brought it up? Just to have a little flex. Yeah. A little. A little bit. Like, break free flex. Uh, there's a fair few people in the world. Yeah, you know. Say one. at least two. Yeah, you <laughs> and that other guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Superman. I think is what I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you and Superman. <laughs> Uh, Not to compare. Or nah. Anything. <laughs> but who's the best? Really? Does Superman have a podcast? Not that no. I know of. <laughs> so. Also, what's it called? Um, the thing that his weakness. Kryptonite. Yeah, um, that's not my weakness. <laughs> <laughs> you love kryptonite. Yeah, it can't get me down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's like, pretty lame for him. Kryptonite, three meals a day. L yum, yum. Superman W Millie. All <laughs> I have to say. Why? Oh, anyway, Superman. He just needs to microdose it. <laughs> exactly. Build up an immunity. Yeah. Cheapers. Needs it's to get ro- the kryptonite vaccine. Like, yeah. seriously. It's not rocket science, <laughs> Superman. You got a little weakness. Fix it. Yeah. Stop, stop accepting it. He just accepts it. Yeah, right? He's like, oh, well, that's my weakness. I'm pretty awesome most of the time unless there's this stuff around. Yeah, and everyone knows it too. Yeah. Like, he really like, let that get out, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Like, if I had a weakness... Not telling anyone. <laughs> Maybe he thought he was safe because it was a rock from another planet. Mm. He was nope. like, well, that's never going to be here. Never safe. Turns out there was heaps of it for some reason. <laughs> oh, narratively convenient. <laughs> uh, look, Donny B snapped his ankle. They lost the game. England scored in excess of 900 runs mm. in their first innings and Swear. absolutely embarrassed them. Uh, but not to the point where they lost the series. Australia drew the series, mm-hmm. I believe. Yep. A cheeky little one-all, something like that. Yeah. And, of course, as the reigning Ashes champions, retained them. Mm-hmm. So, snap Classic. an ankle, retain an Ashes. Whatever. At least he waited for the last game. Yeah. Swings and roundabouts and well-timed. And it meant he got a nice little holiday. Jesse, Jesse swanned into town. <laughs> um, and thanks to, thanks to, might we add, Donny B oh, throwing yeah, his weight around mm. uh, and making the board of control in – Cricket in Australia overturned their no wives on tour stance. Uh, And so then him and uh, Jesse just swanned around Europe. Is Jesse sure for something? I'm going to say Jessica. Yeah. Or Jezamine, Jezebel, (laughs) something like that. Yeah, Jezebel. Yeah. (laughs) Donnie and Jezebel. Uh, So they got to swan around Europe, perhaps got in the very close vicinity of Nancy Wake because they were in Paris. Walk past each other at the same time. I reckon, and and Nancy Wake hip and shouldered him. <laughs> <laughs> Just so, that guy looks annoying. Yeah. Hip and shoulder. So um, and so, but of course, the other thing of note from the previous episode is that war has arrived. Well, um, Jack, I think. Um, Back in our war era. I'm not sure if war's officially arrived or if it's just like it's, it's brewing. Yeah, it's it's about to come. Yeah. So. 
1938-39 season. So I don't think war has officially arrived yet, but it's definitely... <laughs> right around the corner. And um, so he's playing a bit of domestic cricket. He's, his ankle's all healed. He's scoring runs consistently. Slay. And um, everyone's happy to see him. In the winter of 1939... Oh, dear. Bradman was glad of a little break from cricket. It's winter. Can't play cricket mm. in winter. Um, after 18 strenuous months... Uh, but his desk-bound work for Hodgetts, Harry Hodgetts, mm-hmm. stockbroking, meant that he had to go and play more golf and squash to keep fit. <laughs> Absolutely, because guess who's doing all the broking work? Jezebel. Jezebel. Absolutely. <laughs> so she's manning the office um, and he's off playing golf and squash. Mm-hmm. As ever, he thrived on competition and made it to the final of the South Australian Squash Championships. What a douche. This guy. <laughs> Uh, which he went on to win. Well played, Don. So now he's the South Australian yeah, squash champion. Again, R- they're just scared of him. Yeah, yeah. They're like, they're like oh, if he doesn't make it to the final, <laughs> a lot less people are going to come and watch this final. Yeah. Imagine if Don Bradman's in the final of squash. <laughs> no one comes to watch squash. Exactly. Unless you say, guess who's playing? Don Bradman. So, surprise, surprise, mm. Don Bradman makes the final. They probably just changed the rules for him. Yeah. They're like... That guy has to hit the ball. Don Bradman, if you miss the ball, still a point. You, you win. Still good. Still good, mate. Yeah. That's how squash is played. He's like, it sounds right to me. I've never played squash before. Um, and so he's doing that while Jezebel's uh, stockbroking like a champion. Uh, and then on the 10th of July, 1939, uh, the Bradmans had a new challenge of another kind when Jezebel gave birth to a son... Oh, another one. Oh, should we get excited? <laughs> this one's got a name, though. That's a good sign. Yeah, little chap. John Russell Bradman. L name. <laughs> L name. John. John Bradman. Not Don Bradman. L name. John Bradman. Can we call him Little Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> little Jimmy Bradman, just for the sake of Millie, yeah. uh, is, of course, John Russell Bradman. <laughs> little Jimmy Bradman. Uh, and it helped to some extent make up for the tragedy of their lost infant in 1936. So it's been three years. You named it something trash. (laughs) Uh, Young uh, little Jimmy uh, had been born into the most uncertain world, absolutely, Mm. because two months later, Australian Prime Minister R.G. Menzies, who, as a side note, related to Jezebel. She's related to the Prime Minister. Whatever. whatever. Classic Jezebel. (laughs) She probably was the Prime Minister. (laughs) She's just her in a hat. I think so. Uh, So, Prime Minister Menzies, a.k.a. Jezebel, told the (laughs) nation that because Germany had invaded Poland, Great Britain had declared war and that as a result, Australia is also at war. Mm. Sucked in. Yep. So, it's happened. They've got a baby. They've got a war. Mm. The big two. (laughs) Smashing it. It's a big winter. Can't, can't have one without the other. Oh, the big three. They come in threes. He won the squash championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had a baby. War. War. <laughs> Bang. The triumph. Triple homicide. <laughs> um, and so, of course, Bradman now thought that his cricket career would be over. Uh, but the government decreed that first-class games should go ahead in 1939 and 40 for, for morale. Got to keep the morale up. National Bro. morale. Uh, so they're also keeping Aussie rules and the rugby going. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Bradman took this to heart and he thought he would do it for the for the nation and he managed to just absolutely flick the switch and go into even more entertainment mode mm. uh, during that next summer. 
and just was, yeah, people were just loving what he was dishing up. <laughs> and more grim news from Europe, unfortunately. While he's doing excellent work to entertain the nation, mm. um, the Germany's just absolutely, they're doing a Bradman in Europe. They're just nonstop, nonstop slaying the game. Yeah. Uh, in a bad way. Yeah. <laughs> not, in a, not in a good way. Mm. Um, so... It's not, it's not looking good in, in Europe. Mm. So big crowds are now turning up to the cricket thinking this could be our last chance uh, to ever see Don Bradman play. Yeah. Um, so again, Bradman during this period is scoring outrageously fast and an outrageously large amounts of runs. Mm. But as we say, it's for the morale of the nation. Which bowl is going to get Bradman out? Exactly. And be like, there's all these people who are there thinking this is the last time I'm going to get to see Don Bradman. Mm. Um, you know, we're all about to go off to war and probably die. Imagine the bowler who comes in and gets Bradman out for six. Yeah. Or something, and the cold crowd goes, oh. This, this, this conspiracy theory, 100% yeah. uh, believe. So it's much more of a entertainment thing. A ent- he's got a yeah. skill for um, entertainment yeah. and being a draw card than yeah, he has for cricket. Yeah, he's scoring runs. Yeah. But they're just letting him. Yeah, we could have <laughs> scored runs yeah. in this circumstance <laughs> if the whole point of people being there in large masses was to see me score runs, yep. then I think they're going to make it pretty easy mm-hmm. for this guy to score <laughs> some runs. Um, I mean, Dodd Bradman's pretty good at scoring runs, so they didn't have to make it too easy, no. but just a little bit easy. Yeah. You know? And during this period, for the sake of the nation, I think they made it easy enough yeah. that everyone left that ground very <laughs> satisfied with what they'd seen. Well played, Mr. Bradman. Uh, so he's at the height of his powers in uh, in, in quotation marks uh, <laughs> because not really, uh, and on it goes in January 1940. More cricket, everything's happening. I'm trying to find what happens. Oh, that's uh, so that summer goes on like that as we've said, and then world event that we are well versed with, Millie, on the 25th of June 1940. I don't know if that date rings a bell for you. No. 25th of June 1940. France surrenders to Germany mm-hmm. rather than stand and fight. Mm. The meek capitulation, as wow. it's described here, ah. uh, to, the, to the Nazi military meant that the small island of Britain now stood alone against Hitler. Uh, and so this really... Escalated the uh, the sense of doom and gloom. Yeah, hashtag not great, not good, bad vibes. Yeah. Uh, so again, this this event catapulted Nancy into a whole new life, mm. uh, and indeed, it is the catalyst for Bradman enlisting in the armed forces along with tens of thousands of Australians oh, at the same time. So Jezebel. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he was passed fit for air crew duty in the air force. And he attended training courses. Um, so the army and other services thought that Bradman and other high-profile sports people would be useful acquisitions for morale boosting. So again, he's in the army, mm. but I think it might be much. I don't know if they're going to send Bradman out yeah. uh, to face certain death. Uh, it pays to be Don Bradman, right? A lot of times, that's the that's the underlying motif of the Bradman story. Um, so he's enlisted, he's in the Air Force, he's signed up for training um, and he's been moved to Frankston in Victoria to commence the fitness program. Hey, yo. And he's been given the rank of lieutenant. Slay? I mean, I think that's 
That's up there. That's no slouch. So just he's really catapulted. He's he's not messing up with mm. the plebs yeah. as a lieutenant. Um, and he joined seventy four others, including other high profile sportsmen. Oh, a couple of wrestlers. Ayo. Uh, and an international rugby player called Max Carpenter. <laughs> I like that name. Ayo. <laughs> <laughs> Might have a little check out check out Max Carpenter's life uh, for future episodes. See if he's worth digging into. I hope he was a carpenter. <laughs> Me too. Although it sounds like he was an international rugby player. Yeah, but like a side job. Yeah, side hustle. <laughs> yeah. We need a grandstand for this rugby field. Leave it to me. (laughs) I'm Max Carpenter. A carpenter the Max. Uh, Now, the training, Millie, Mm -hmm. was tough. Yeah, well. It lasted from 9 a.m. till 4.30 p.m. I could do it. That doesn't sound too bad. That's just normal. That's like a regular work day. Daily and included all branches of athletics, physical jerks. (laughs) You're always training with physical jerks. Wrestling. Yeah. Gee, those wrestlers would have liked it. Mm. They'd be like, stand aside. Yeah. This is my forte. You know what I'm picturing? Mm. The like workout sequence in Divergent. 100%. To, yeah. Yeah. Where they do the like wrestling. Yeah, wrestling and. Um, the, the punching, the running. Yes. There's wrestling, there's boxing. Yeah, it's very much the Divergent. Um, yeah. What? what um, Dauntless. Bold. <laughs> I was trying to remember the bold one. Bold. Dauntless, yeah. that's it. Yeah, this. Dauntless training. The brave, the brave mm. house. Anyway, sounds fun. Sign me up. I want to do it. <laughs> so Don Bradman signed up for Dauntless and he's training, I mean, not even a full work day. Uh, <laughs> there are a lot of physical jerks there though, so it's tough. Uh, and there's wrestling and boxing as well. They also learn how to treat injuries, which is probably the most useful thing they're yeah, going to need stuff. in terms of war. And organisation of sporting events. Oh, Hello. <laughs> Don's like I'll organise some sports I love a bit I know how to play squash Everyone's like Why do you keep Giving yourself a point When you miss the ball He's like I'm pretty sure That's how you play squash um, So look His competitive nature Which we know about mm-hmm. Loves to win Classic Virgo Yeah um, His competitive nature Enabled him to reach The fitness level Of the best in the school oh, they, That's what they that, told That's what they told him That's nah, not true Uh, But there was a downside to this exertion. It was rigorous and demanding and was too much for a man whose body had been weakened by prolonged bouts of illness. Oh, yeah, he almost died. Couldn't hack it. Also, terrible father. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, war's a tricky time. Yeah. You know, you've got to weigh up. Poor poor Jimmy is what I'm saying. Little Jimmy, little Jimmy Bradman is already suffering (laughs) at the yoke of Bradman's competitive spirit. Yeah. Uh, and look, so he's probably gone a bit hard trying to be the best at the school. Mm. I want to be the best. <laughs> oh, it bit hurts. Off, bit off more than he can chew. He's a physical Perhaps. jerk. He yeah. became the physical jerk. He is the one true physical jerk. In December 1940, a specialist examined Bradman's eyes. Oh, he's blind. And found the 32-year-old's vision was surprisingly poor. Colorblind? Oh. It had deteriorated in recent years and it showed in two cricket matches that month. And in January, uh, uh, that month, so they played two matches in January to raise funds for the armed forces. And he uh, struggled to pick the flight of the ball with his terrible eyes. And he made zero and six. And then he made zero and 12 mm. uh, in both games. Couldn't pick the flight of the ball. And this was depressing for the man with the reputation of having the best eye in the game's history. Dang. 
his great career seemed to be over. What I think happened is uh, people the, he's playing in fundraisers. People weren't taking it easy on him anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's other sporting heroes in the team. You know, there's that wrestler. There's Max Carpenter. Oh, they're just like, let's get Bradman now, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> people, are here, people are here for Max Carpenter, oh, if anything. Goodness gracious. And now he can't score a run. And yeah. what does he do? He blames his eyes. Mm. He's like, oh, smile. I can't see properly. Um, so then Bradman spent two weeks in hospital with his eye ailment. Wow. Which was attributed to his rundown condition. Can you get... It's a bit dramatic. Can you get an eye ailment from getting a bit unpuffed? Does he he need to be in the hospital? (laughs) I'm getting the sense that Donnie B is hoping not to to be sent anywhere to do any fighting whatsoever. he's like, oh, that was tough, isn't it? Yeah, he's like, oh. oh. He went really hard on the first day. Everyone's like, don't go too hard because this is going to be tough. And and so the first day he went as hard as he could and he looked at the leaderboard. He's like, I'm winning everything. And then he woke up the next morning. He's like, "Oh, I'm, I'm buggered. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely toast." <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, you, you went as hard as you possibly could on the first day. It's, it's bloody six months program, mate. <laughs> Pace yourself." And he's like, "I'm off to the hospital, guys. Yeah. I can't see." Um, so off he goes to hospital. Um, then in February he went back to Frankston training program and led the army fitness school in cricket matches. He's just. He's like, I'll run the cricket program yeah. now, guys. He is definitely pivoting away from being an Air Force lieutenant. That's what I'm hearing. Um, so it was the our, the Air Force versus the Fire Brigade. Classic matchup. Oh. Uh, and now I'm his going, eyes are working fine. I'm going for the Fire Brigade. Yeah. What about you, Dad? Uh, yeah, I mean, you've got to go for the Fire Brigade against uh, the Air just, Force. just love the fireies, bro. Yeah, because the Air Force start the fires when they drop a bomb in your house. Right. Then you call the Fire Brigade and they yeah. put the fire out. Yeah, just... You know? Which one are you happier to see? <laughs> the one who bombed you or the one who saved your stuff with water? Yeah. Facts. Yeah. We've, we've cracked the code. <laughs> uh, but, of course, Bradman can bat again because he's had two weeks in hospital resting. Um, and there was a touch of the old magic in his batting during these exhibition matches. So, he's feeling all pretty good. <laughs> um, but his efforts in these matches... Oh, when, when, when he was batting, aggravated a back problem. What? Which had kept him out of two games in 1938 and had troubled him ever since. Fibrosi- fibrositis was diagnosed, but as with his mystery appendicitis, the illness was not well defined or understood. He suffered persistent pain and was forced back to hospital in March, just as Jezebel gave birth to a daughter, what? Shirley Jane. Shirley's got the name. On April 17th, Shirley Jane Bradman. <laughs> um, so Shirley Jane was born while he's off in hospital with his back problems. He's just flicking through a book. Oh, what injury <laughs> yeah. am I going to have next? So in May, a month after Shirley Jane's born, Bradman experienced excruciating back spasms. A month later, I mean, he's in hospital again. We've all been there. Uh, the pain had spread to the muscles and nerves of his right arm. Jezebel, along with looking after a baby and a two-year-old son, mm-hmm. was also having to look after and shave, had to shave him, <laughs> her, her husband. Why is that? I don't know. She had to shave her husband. <laughs> I don't think that's that, uh, top of the list important. It's the, only, it's the only thing that's worth mentioning. Priorities, bro. Yeah. So, he's 
Definitely trying to get out of going to war is what I'm hearing. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm hearing. A bunch of mystery illnesses that can't really be diagnosed, that it's, they just have to take his word it's for like it. He was like, I'm blind. And yeah. then he went back and was like, he played some cricket matches. He's like, oh, wait, oh, I, oh, forgot, I, forgot. I forgot. I was pretending to be blind. <laughs> and they were like, your eyes are fine. He's like, oh, I can't I'm use the back. eye one again. Yeah. Oh, that last six I hit. Oh, I took it out of me. You guys remember last season when like my back was kind of hurting? Yeah. Oh, it's like Same. really hurting now. I think yeah. I did something. And he's like to the doctor, oh, what's that Um, what's that back problem that you, it's really hard to diagnose and you can't really prove if someone's <laughs> got it or not? But um, what's the name of that one? He's like, fibrositis. He's like, oh. I've got that. That's what, that's what the doctor in England said I definitely probably already had. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's definitely uh, trying. And guess who's having to pick up every bit of the slack? Jezebel. Jezebel. 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, so got the, three kids now. Yeah, basically, she's got three kids. In June uh, of 1940, are we still at 1940? I think so. In June, the Army Medical Board invalidated him out of the armed services. So he did it. <laughs> He got out. Got to clap him. Took him a few months. <laughs> but he has got the certificate that says, Donnie B, don't be fighting no war. Unfit. Uh, unfit for service. <laughs> so then the Bradman family retreated to the Mittagong farm of Jezebel's parents. Uh, Running away. F- for a y- half a year of rest and rehabilitation. He's going to take a cheeky little six months. Get stuff. Um, it was... At the time of his 33rd birthday and the Don had reached the lowest ebb of his life. (laughs) I don't know. I think things are going pretty much to plan for Donnie B. Uh, The opposite of what happened to Nancy Wake in terms of what the Mm. France situation did to Nancy Wake. It catapulted catapulted her into action. Indeed. And she uh, would not rest until um, France was once again liberated mm. from the terrible position that it found itself in and that the Nazis were made to, you know, eat their eat humble pie yeah. at her own hands mm. and she would do anything to make that happen. She would not rest. I mean, and we saw that. We saw that she time succeeded. and time again. Yeah. Uh, Donnie B, however, spent one day at training camp, um, uh, tried to set as many records as he could and then went, I'm out of here. I've got any – name an illness, I've got it. Uh, I'll keep naming illnesses until you say I don't have to fight. And they eventually went, all right, bang. Whatever. <laughs> we've, we tried to make it easy for you. We let you run the cricket department of the, of the, of the Air Force, the well-known cricket department. <laughs> and even that was too much for you, Donny B. Uh, so you go back to your farm, mm. relax, and we'll fight the war. Mm. If we ever get playing back to playing cricket again, we'll give you a call. <laughs> um, and so that's uh, probably where we need to leave. Uh, I could no, nah, we'll leave it there. Well, so the war was the war is still raging. He's taken a little sabbatical to the farm, um, and he's planning to head back to uh, I guess Adelaide and do some more. Sweet, sweet, uh, probably golf and squash while <laughs> Jezebel does some stockbroking and raises the kids. Classic. At a guess. Uh, so, look, I'm, I've got to say, um, this is the most disappointed I've been in Donnie B. Yeah. 
Uh, Mega L. I could let something slide. Uh, I don't mind that he outsources almost all of his duties to his wife, mm. Jezebel, because no one does it better. Exactly. I mean, if, if she does it and she does it well, yeah. time and time again. Yeah, um, he's a man who knows to stay in his lane. Mm. You know, he does what he does. He's the sh- he's the he's the face. And it, yeah, it's just classic. The man takes credit for yeah. the women's work. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. No one's going to believe that she's so capable. Exactly. Who would? <laughs> uh, so he's the public face of Don Bradman Enterprises, yeah. and uh, she's just behind the scenes <laughs> making absolutely every bit of it happen. Making ends meet. Um, and he's off. Really coasting to sports victories because everyone at this stage of his life is afraid to beat him. He's mad popular. (laughs) uh, The only time he will lose a match is if he's trying to get out of the army. Um, The bowlers must have been confused that day. Yeah. I think that's what happened. He was angling to get out and they were like, all right, everyone's here. We're here for a fundraiser. Take it easy on Donny B. And I like got him out for a duck. And the bowler's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm out. Oh, I'm fired. Oh, I'll never play cricket again. I've ruined the day. Half the crowd's left. We're not going to sell any cakes at the cake stall. Fundraiser, more like fun loser. <laughs> What's the opposite of fun? Oh. <laughs> Is there a word? I don't know. Like boring? I guess. I just feel like, oh, I mean, no, fun loser was boring, great. exciting. Yeah. yeah. No, I was doing razor. Yeah. Lowerer. Lower, but I didn't. <laughs> fun lowerer. Like you, like you lose the funds. Yeah, that makes that's sense. What I'm, that's what, like yeah. you're raising funds, losing the funds because <laughs> people are leaving. Yeah, perfect. Well, I'm glad we workshopped it. Yeah. Um, and I really, I don't know if there is a proper opposite word for fun. That was really fun. That was really not fun. Yeah. That was really, I guess, boring, yeah, but sort boring, of. Boring, exciting. They yeah. They go hand in hand. Yeah. Excitement and fun are close. Yeah. You have fun like when fun something's is exciting. Such a broad thing, I yeah. fear. Mm. Yeah. There's no, there's no broad opposite for something that's yeah. not fun. It's dull? Just... But like dull, bright. But. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, did, really you have a good, did you have a fun time? Or, <laughs> nah, dull time? Did you, nah, that's more like exciting yeah. as well. Did you have a. Eventful. Did you have fun? No. <laughs> no, it, it was not fun. I think not fun is a not yeah. fundraiser. No. Anyway. Dang. Um, we'll I never crack it, the code. I think it's time for us to phase out the word fun. I don't think we need it anymore. <laughs> it's and like, too broad. Remember when people started saying, well, like, that was funner? That was then, much funner. That was heaps funner. Is that the word? And people always say it's not a word. Uh, probably. You know what the, you know what the grammar Nazis are like? It's more fun. If there's grammar Nazis, there should be grammar Na- Nancy Wakes. What? Because like people who fight against the grammar Nazis and try to liberate the people who get their grammar wrong. Yeah. Because I feel like Nancy Wake wouldn't be into people policing people's there's, words. There's words for that. Should be a prescriptivist yeah. who want to like the language is prescribed like this, yeah. so it should stay like this. Yeah. But, but if you got a prescriptivist from the like 1920s mm. and a prescriptivist from now, that would they fight. would disagree mm. because language changes. That's what it does. Yeah. And then the, on the other hand, descriptivists <clears throat> who will be like, "This is Just let language. It be. This let is it be. how it be." But you need prescriptivists to slow the evolution. Yeah. That's their function. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, it would. Evolve so quickly that it would become separate languages. Mm-hmm. Like in, people wouldn't understand. Already, generations can get a yeah. little bit confused by each other. Well, with like social media now, yeah, 
different prescriptivists aren't throwing their weight around mm-hmm. the way they used to. I'm just not not listening to you guys anymore. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so prescriptivists are grammar Nazis, and so descriptivists must be grammar Nancy Wakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's spread the spread the word, everyone. <laughs> We're trying to get this one trending. <laughs> Am I right? Hashtag yeah, nut. So stop using the word fun because we can't think of an opposite, so we don't want to use it anymore. Yeah. Or tell us a word that you think is the perfect opposite to fun mm. and we'll take it on board. Yeah. And tell you that you're wrong because we, <laughs> we are aggressive and we don't like being told Does things we don't know. Does fun anymore anyway? Yeah. Like- <laughs> what world are you living in? <laughs> All right. We don't need the word fun. Yeah. It's a non-existent entity. Yeah, that's right. We're, we're dropping truth bombs mm. right here at the end of this podcast. <laughs> we're getting... We're getting all – this is the bit of the podcast you, sh- you you need to stick around for. Yeah. All right? You've heard your little Don Bradman you know, fall from grace as he wimps out of the army and now you, you get to hear our real thoughts about real yeah. things. Yeah. Uh, but that's all the time we've got, unfortunately, mm. for today. And if you're like, who's Nancy Wake? Who are you talking about? Go listen to season two of Youngs Ago. Mate, if you want to see someone who stepped up to the plate yeah. when, when war got real. Just don't listen to like the – few final episodes because she doesn't go down her character development doesn't go downhill a little bit it's hard to maintain a steady arc yeah in a life you know yeah. you like to mix it up mm. uh, but uh while the war was raging not only did she know how to fight the good fight she knew how to she knew how to party yeah she didn't, didn't sacrifice the good times for the hard times she had fun yeah she had fun in the fight mm. she fought the good fight with a with 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 fun in her veins <laughs> And that's that's not easy to do. No. Some people people need to take their Don's, fun hat off. Don's never heard the word fun no, he in his life. He doesn't fight the good fight or the fun fight. Mm. He's the he doesn't fight any fight. Because <laughs> uh, he's a coward. <laughs> he's a dirty coward. There we said it. <laughs> um, and if it wasn't for his unbelievably good wife, he yeah. would have been lost to the sands of time. And that's the moral of the story. Yeah, marry well. Wives. <laughs> Wives for the win. Yeah. Uh, but for all we know, Donny B's about to turn it around. All right? We're only halfway through the war. Yeah. I might have judged him harshly. Yeah, maybe Nancy Wake thrived in the war. Mm. Maybe Don's going to thrive after the war. Yeah. It's like the opposite because she did not thrive after the war, I fear. This could be the part of the Donny B story, the slump. Mm. Um, he did just say it was the lowest ebb of his life. So yeah. maybe that's the part of the story arc we're in where it's all gone horribly wrong. Mm. He's been stripped of everything he thought was true. Mm. Uh, all the all the grit and determination he thought he possessed, he now realises he has none of it. Mm. And he's f- having to take a good long hard look of himself here on the farm. Um, and he might come back stronger and better than ever. We will find out in the next... Sub or subsequent episodes of Away. <laughs> Yonks Ago. I just had to add that because we might not find out in the next episode. It might yeah. be more of the same. You, well, you just have to find out. I guess. If we find out in the next episode yep. of Yonks Ago. Slade. <laughs> <laughs>